Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Let me shock you. You can sit down. You wanted to preempt man of the spirit. We'll change it for you. Lord, you are more precious. Yes. Lord, you are more costly than gold. Yes. Lord, you Yes, there is nothing Sing it again. Costly than gold. More costly than gold. Lord, uh, you are more beautiful, more beautiful than diamond. Nothing. There is nothing I desire compared to you. One more time. Yulia Kotosis. Lord, you Take it again. Lord, you are. Lord, you are. More precious than silver. Lord, you are. More costly than gold. Lord, you are. Let them get the acotosis.
only you can satisfy Jesus only you can only you can This morning, help us to remember the things that really matter. Help us to remember the things that really matter. Help us to understand that we can't seek you casually and get the best of the life you have for us. Help us to understand that the only way this works is all in. All in, all in. That I don't get your leftovers, Jesus. I, I, I can't give you my leftovers. I, I, I can't give you my leftovers. I, 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 can't, I can't leave how I want to leave, go where I want to go, do what I want to do, and give you my leftovers. I can't play with my day and just give you my good morning, Jesus, good night, Jesus. I, 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 I can't give you my leftovers. Help us understand that we cannot give you, we cannot give you our leftovers. We cannot give you our leftovers. Help us understand that we can't seek you casually. Help us understand that we cannot know you casually. Help us understand that we cannot walk with you casually. Help us to understand that we cannot just do our thing and call you Lord and Master. Help us to understand. Help us to understand. That the only way this works is us fully longing, us fully chasing, us fully wanting to know you. That the only way this works is, is, is if you are everything. That you are either everything or really you, 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 you're nothing. You want to be everything. Or you, you, will not take, you will not take my leftovers. You will not take my leftovers. You will not have my leftovers. I won't give my king what I cannot give my wife. I won't give my king what I cannot give my boss. I won't give my king what I cannot give myself. Help us to understand that this life with you only works all in. 
calling us to deeper, calling us to more. And it hurts to see us struggle, struggle with life, with decisions, with choices, with habits, with stuff, because we're not going all in. We stand at the shore expecting to get all wet. All in. Help us, Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Alright. Stronger. Thank you, Jesus, for your question on trance this morning. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Ephesians 3, 1 to 6. Okay. Uh, I want to turn back and clean my face and face back, so I'm struggling to, I'm shy to. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, I want to go. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles. Verse 2. You have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you. That is the mystery made known to me by revelation as I have already written briefly. Verse 4. In reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Verse 5. Which was not made known to people in other generations as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. Verse 6. The mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise of Christ. Hallelujah. So we said last week, the knowledge of the mystery of Christ in the epistles is key to spiritual strength, literacy, okay? Spiritual literacy and formation. That the understanding of the epistles is key to spiritual formation, spiritual strength, and literacy. That understanding the mystery of Christ in the epistles is key to our spiritual strength. That real strength in life is strength in the word. Now, only prayers only get results when they are prayers prayed from firm knowledge of God's word. That the man that only prays but does not study will pray and miss. The man that studies will pray and pray rightly. You cannot study and not pray. You cannot really, really study and not pray. No, you cannot really study and not pray. Because as the will of God is, is revealed to you more and more, you will pray in tongues. You will just to come out. It will keep you going. It will, it will steer you to keep going. So we can, we can do prayer wrong by praying alone. But the man of the word will also be a man of prayer. So it must start first by the word. We must be essentially people of the word. All right? And it begins with understanding the epistles. We cannot 
understand God by starting with Genesis? No. No. The epistles. The plan of God that, that, put in the, that was put in the epistles were things that he planned before and before Genesis. Hallelujah. So, a casual word life will cause problems. Now, here's my concern. I can almost bet that four over five of believers have a very casual word life. No? Nine 99 out of 100 believers have a very casual word life. Very casual word life. We act as though, I can just read, by stripes I am healed. And that is the, how you live in healing. Just read and run away. The way this only produces is when the word, the word, the word, is alive to you. You live in it. The word lives in you. You live in it. It says, abide in me. And my words abide in you. Abide. Not visit. Abide. 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 It says, that is how you bear fruit. We then wonder why, why we think faith is not working. It's because we're not abiding. We are visiting. Short visits. Like going to the loo. The word only works. When, it's, when, 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 you, when you abide, when you follow the word, when you, when you stick to it, when you stay on it. Our generation has so much going for us, but we are also too lazy, too distracted. We have all the resources, but now we are so lazy. We have all the resources. You know, growing up, we had, for you to have Conquerance, Conquerance was a very big book. Big. You take, you take your, when you see your table, take like. So if now have an IV and KJV, your table is full of books. But now just one phone and you have it all. But we are still not studying. We are still not studying. People were buying cockroaches then. Now you have a phone that has it all, but you will not even use it. How then do we grow in the knowledge of Christ? And as I always say, we have time. And that's the truth. It's a lie that we don't have time. It's a lie. If you have time to eat, you have time to eat God's word. You are sleeping. Uh uh now. You still have time to sleep. You have time to study. Should we say more? Should we go on? You have time for social media. Just drop, just, just drop the lie. Don't let God get angry. Don't, don't let him just, just give you small barrel. Just drop, drop the lie. We have time, but we are too distracted. How then do we produce of the knowledge of Christ? You know the worst part? We are also in a generation in the middle of a, in the middle of, of a lot of issues. We are now the most least fed by our own doing. We need it more than ever. Our parents did not have to face the temptations online. They have to go there to enter trouble. They have to leave their house to go and enter trouble. You know now. They have to leave their house to go and look for a while to enter. 
But you on your phone, right there, you can download Trobo on your phone. So it means that even we much more need much more deliberate lives of study and prayer than anyone ever before. But guess what? Even they prayed past us. And you wonder why, even with all the faith, it's too strong a faith. Maybe they did not know too much, but the one they knew, they stood in faith, they are in faith. So what about us? Any small thing happens like this, people want to leave Jesus alone. Again, because we are paperweights, paper, no conviction, paperweights. We don't study. We don't pray. And we really, really need it. It's why we are suffering anxiety. We are dealing with too much that we can undo. We are dealing with too much, much more than we can undo. We cannot get God's best the way we are doing it, though. This is when I finish doing everything that I will now, I will now do Jesus. It's not going to work. It's not working. It's not going to work. All right? Realign your priorities. Realign your priorities. Realign your priorities. I encourage you, when you wake up in the mornings, deliberately, your Bible first. Make, create a new habit. It will help. Because many times, I found out that once I don't do it before I leave home, it's difficult. Because you just, you just change mental, mental frames. You just change mental frames. As in your, your mind just changes to something else. You know, it takes a lot, it, a lot more to, to study and to go and to really get into it, into it when you have changed that mental positioning. Like it works best when you just wake up, on, wake, up on, wake up in the morning and just do it first. It's like God loves being first place. That God flows better when it's first place. All right? That's your IG and Twitter. Maybe you delete it first. So you ask, you get yourself. I said maybe. All right. Glory to Jesus. So, so what, what I do is that when, I, when I'm getting stuck on the app, take it off my phone, it on my laptop. That one is harder to get addicted to. So I can go there, put what I want to do, and run. Close the tab, I'm fine. But that phone one, when you breathe, you check phone. All right? So help yourself recreate, recreate new habits for your own sake so you can live victoriously. Hmm? So you can live victoriously. The world is treacherous. Don't kill yourself. First Peter. Sorry, second Peter 1. 1 to 12. One, second Peter 1, 12 21. Second Peter 1, 12 to 21. Yeah. Second Peter 1, 12 to 21. Once to go. So, I will always remind you of these things. Even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. Look at this. I will always remind you, even though you know them family. Why? Things sleep. Doesn't matter how well you know them now. Things sleep. Knowledge of God sleeps. So I will keep reminding you so that you don't allow it to sleep. All right? Verse 13. I think it is right to what? Yeah. As long as I live in the tent of this body. Verse 14. Because I know that I will soon put it aside so much Jesus Christ has made clear to me. 15. And I will make every effort. Yeah? You'll always be able to remember these things. Verse 16. 
For we did not follow cleverly devised stories. When we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, where we were, yeah, of his majesty, 17. He received honor and glory from God the Father. When the voice came to him, majestic glory, saying, That is my son, whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Verse 18. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. It says, it says, we saw him, right? We, we saw him, we, we, we were seeing when the voice came, you know, came to him from an eye. We saw that. But even much more, we have the prophetic message. We have the written word as something completely reliable, which you will do well to pay attention to. Look at this. As to a light that shines in a dark place. He says you, you, you focus on it, dwell on it, until the day dawns and the money starts in your heart. He's saying that the way you get to understand God's word is by attention. That you don't jump from zero to full knowledge. That is like, you know, daybreak. So you know how daybreak works? Day, the day dawns slowly. So you have some little lights. It's still dark, but you can, know that you can see that light is coming. So, as time goes on, the light increases until you have full light. Say so, also it is with the knowledge of God that it starts and grows until it becomes fully, fully blown. And it only happens when you pay attention to it. Not when you visit it and come out, you just read the word and run away. It happens only by attention, focus, focused study. That you deliberately chew on God's word. You chew on God's word. You are never in a hurry. You must find that time. You must find that time to sit with God's word. You must find that time. You don't learn God by doing a breeze through. You don't. You cannot by breezing through. You cannot. You think you know, but you don't really know. You know how we know? When things happen, you cannot stand. So you never really knew it. You only know what you know when you come under challenge. He says, the wind came. The storm came. The rain came. The house fell. So we did not know the house was feeble until the wind came. The storm came. The rain came. Up until then, it was a good house. In fact, that's that aesthetics. Ah, should they really be born in 10-story building? Yes. Until, up until the rain came, the house was enviable. So we only know, let's not say we, you only know, because it's about you right now, you only know that you know when tests come and you stand. It never happens by a casual breeze through. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So, in the epistles, we find our rights, okay, our privileges, and our duties. I said last week, we find our rights, our privileges, and our duties. The vision that we just read, Paul says, 
by reading what, what I've written briefly, reading verse one, chapter 1 and chapter 2, you have an idea into my mystery of Christ. Meaning that when I read what he, has, what he has written, I see the mystery of Christ revealed. I see my rights, my privileges, and my duties in the epistles. Ephesians 1 now. Ephesians 1. Let's see some of the things we see that are ours, you know, in the epistles. Ephesians 1. Are we still together? Glory to Jesus. Once to go. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. Keep going. Grace to you. Yeah, from the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. To be holy and blameless in his sight. In love. Okay? Yeah. Through Christ Jesus, in accordance with his pleasure and will. Verse 6. To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So, so far... We see that, number one, we are blessed in him. Hallelujah. We are blessed in him. We see also, you know, that we are forgiven in him. Right? Right. All right. So when we read the epistles, we see the things that are hearts, what he calls us. He calls us holy. He calls us chosen. Hallelujah. Now, it's not saying that he chose you. He didn't choose that one. You know, some, some people say it, that, that people are saved by God's choosing. You know, that's nonsense talk. Christ came to die, not choose people. He, he's not choosing one by one. What he chose is this. He chose in Christ. His selection, his adoption, his election is in Christ. That whoever comes into Christ is chosen. That's the meaning. Yeah. God's election is not choosing people and saying, you I choose, you do, I don't. Sorry for this example. <laughs> All right? Is election, is the choosing that we are adopted in Christ. So the in Christ is the selection, is the election. Hallelujah. Christ has made a way for all to enter in so that whoever believes, how do we take one, one clear part and, and just scatter it? Whoever believes is saved. Whoever will call on his name shall be saved. Full stop. Whoever. So it's now a whoever comes in is allowed. So it's not electing by choosing people, but he has chose Christ as the way we come into his family. Hallelujah. Someone say, I'm chosen. Glory to Jesus. So also he says, we are redeemed by his blood. We are redeemed by his blood. We are redeemed. That the Greek word there is apolutrosis. Hallelujah. And it means, you know, to buy back something, to pay a ransom, to pay a ransom, to buy back something, to pay a ransom, to buy back something. So he paid with his life as sin in his blood to buy us back onto the Father. And the word doesn't, doesn't merely mean um, um, to, to merely forgive. 
It means that the word there also shows the gap between us and the things that once enslaved us. So we were brought back and taken very far, hallelujah, from what once enslaved us. In the Old Covenant, they had the atonement. The Greek word, the, the Hebrew word was kafar, to cover. To cover. So what God did then was just to cover their sin. Hallelujah. To cover their sin. To forgive them. Just mm. The blood of bulls and cats not get the job done. But God was allowing them to know, to see what will happen in the future. That the blood of his son, his spotless son, will pay the eternal price for man's sin. So he allowed them, he told them to kill, you know, spotless animals, clean lamb, again, foreshadowing what would happen. The wages of sin is death. The price for sin is life. Animals did not sin, so their blood could not do the job. Do you understand? So it, it takes the blood of a man. Now, it can, cannot also be a sinful man. Because if a sinful man dies, he's paying for his own sin. So he cannot pay for my sin by, by paying for his own sin. Because he pay for mine by not having anything to pay for. So that's why Christ came. Sinless. So that his payment of his, of, of his price pays mine. So that he had nothing to pay for, for himself. So he could not pay it for me. Hallelujah. So in him we are redeemed by his blood. But we're not merely forgiven. He wiped out the sin. Not only wiped out, he bought us back from, what, what, from, from sin that, that, that once enslaved us. Brought us back from sin and sin nature. And took us far from it. Hallelujah. So, this is the idea. I'm no longer even, I'm no longer around what, what once enslaved me. I've been taken far from it. The believer is not designed to struggle with sin. We were redeemed and taken far from the things that once enslaved us. The believer that understands who is in Christ cannot, should not be enslaved by sin. These things only work by knowledge. It's when you see that ah, if any man be in Christ, in a new creation, all things have passed away. Uh -uh, it has passed. It no longer has any control over me. You must see to leave it. You must see to live it. Don't forget, our spirit man got saved, not, 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 not our souls, not our, not our mind or our body. Hallelujah. So, I must renew my mind. My mind must see what my spirit knows. I must renew my mind to understand, guy, you have been bought back. I don't change until I renew my mind. The mind is the link between the spirit and the body. So, if the mind is unlearned, untrained, it will cover the, the body. Hallelujah. A, 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 an unrenewed mind will yield to sin. So, I must renew my mind with God's word. It must be clear who I am, what I have, by what Christ has done. That sin no longer has any power over me. 
if I see now, I chose to do it. Are you getting me? If I sin, I chose to do it. And now, if I keep doing it, it will not begin to bully me. But in the first place, I chose to do it. That sin has no power over the believer. Sin has zero power over you. You were redeemed. You were taken far from the things that once, that once enslaved you. So it's now up to you to enforce your, your redemption, to live like it, to act like it. It will not help you live it. It will, not, it will only give you grace. You will yield to it. You must, do the, you must do the saying yes to it. You must do the saying yes to the things yours in Christ. It is you that will say I will not sin because I, cannot, because I can choose not to sin. You will not say I will not sin. It is you that will say this, that will make choices. It is you that will tell yourself I will not stay sick. He will not come and touch you and heal you. If you wait like that, wait forever. It is you that will apply the redemption Apply your, your redemption to yourself. You apply your, your, your redemption to your life. It is up to you. Hallelujah. I said in the epistles, we see our rights and our duties. Your duty is to live up to your rights and calling. It is your duty to live up to what God has made you. It is your duty to live up to what God has called you. He provides the grace. We align and yield to grace. Many people are praying for God, give me, give me grace to, oh God, yield. Now we pray after service, give me grace to read my Bible this week, oh God, oh God, oh God, yield. Yield, yield. So we pray as though we want God to do for us what for ourselves. We are hoping that, not even hoping, but we have seen ourselves most times, that you know, He will now push me to do right. He will not push me to do right. He will give you suggestions, He will prompt you, you will yield to it. To tell you, shut up your mouth. Don't yell that person. You will not shut your mouth. You will not, not come out of your mouth and say, you will not talk. <clears throat> you this guy, you will not talk today. No. He will tell you, shut up. You will shut up. He will tell you, that your thread, delete it. You will delete Have you been there before? Trying to write something and, go, and know in your heart that you should delete. Every, m- many times. Like, ah, now what, Jerry? For people like me, God, it's, not even, it's not even yab. Sometimes just something small, but... You know, again, the more you grow, the more, the, the, the more you have restraint. The proof of growth is restraint. That before, I would have said this thing. But now, ah, you will not allow me to say it again. Hey, it shows you are growing. But if you still have no restraint, and you say you are saying something is wrong with you, and if you go on like a sin will now load over you, to load over, find out that over time you have no control over how you behave. You just stop and you because you allowed yourself to yield, 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 yield to sin. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that you know, if you yield to the flesh, you reap corruption. Meaning, the more you yield, the further into sin you go. So I would say, the more you do, the more you do. The more you pray, the more you pray. The more you don't pray, the more you don't pray. The more you sin, the more you sin. For sin, sin is to grow in levels. I should do one step one. Go to Malara. Step two now. Step two. Ah, step one is not boring. Let's do step two. Before you know it, you have gone, you know. They call it third base. They call it. Hallelujah. So, in the old, sin was covered. In the new, sin was washed away by the blood. Not only that. 
He made us brand new creation. And this creation does not, should not be held under by sin. This new creation carries, you know, God's righteousness so that we can live righteous lives. What should we do? Yield to it. Add your yield. First, renew your mind with God's word. It is a renewed mind that can, it's a renewed mind that can yield. It is a renewed mind that can yield. It is why you must study. The word must be your life. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. All right. Thank you, Lord. So, this, this, this reality in our spirit, okay, we are in our spirits. All this is not going to tell about us. You are far above sin, above sickness, and stuff like that. They are all in the spirit. For you to leave it out again, you will renew your mind and then present your bodies. Renew your mind and then present your body. Romans 12, 1 to 3. Romans 12, 1 to 3. It is important that we don't merely cram rights and not know duties. It will not produce. It will not produce. This is where we have gone maybe wrong in you know, teaching grace. We are so loud on rights, so low on duty. So we're not believing, believing people acting, acting weird, comfortably. Sin should scare the shit of you. Sin should, should scare you. Sin should really scare you. If you know grace, sin, sin should scare you. That sin was so bad, so important, that God sent his son to die for it. Sin should scare you. If you can sin freely, something is wrong. You don't know grace. Many think they know grace, but they don't know grace. They don't know grace. If you know grace, grace to teach you to say no to ungodliness. What your uncle is saying is sorry after sinning, you don't know grace. If all your grace does is say sorry, then you don't know grace. The first work of grace is to help you to live far above sin. Hallelujah. The first work of grace is to empower you to live above sin. Whose alarm is that? Okay, Romans 12, 1 to 3. Want to go? Therefore, want to go? I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercies, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, only and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. It says, You, the real you that is saved your spirit, should do what? Present your body. You present your body. You make your body do right. Make the right choices. He says, this is your true and, you know, proper worship. Not just, not just, I love you, Lord. More than anything, I love you, Lord. No. Not just singing it. He's doing it. People can sing with tears and do nothing about it afterwards. You haven't been, you can be the choir. I mean, the best thinking voice. 
Hallelujah. Present your body. Why? You can. We have made you able to. So now do so. He's saying, I will not help you present your body. You present your body. It is up to, it's a duty. It is up to you to present your body. Present your tongue. Your keypad presents it. Hallelujah. Present your hand. Amen. No, I'm going to. No, I'm going to. Lovers, present your hand to Jesus. Keep it to yourself. Keep your underwear on. Hallelujah. Verse 2. Come, let's go together. But what? Be transformed by the renewing. Look at this. You are only transformed by renewing your mind. So you can be saved and look the same if you don't renew your mind. Alright? Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. is good, pleasing, and perfect will. Hallelujah. Alright? Renew your mind. Submit your bodies by renewing your mind. When your mind is filled with the right stuff, you, you are, you'll be more able to make your body act right. Your mind is a gap between your spirit and your body. So your mind is good, okay? Your body will have to yield to the spirit. All right? 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Look at this. Now, I strike a blow to my body. Who, who's doing the striking? Who does the striking? Yeah. It's up to you. It's up to you. It says, now I strike a blow to my body and make it who slave? My slave. Let's go together. So that after I have prayed to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the price. That it is up to you to keep your body under. What's the point of all the man in Christ boast if you won't keep your body under? What then are you man in Christ in? Answer me. If you say no to sin, what then is the cocoa of what the man in Christ boasts? If when things happen, you just fall flat, what, what then is the man in Christ boast about? Hallelujah. So we must present our bodies. Keep your body under. It's part of how you show that you are a man in Christ. That you show that you have dominion and authority. That I can say not to me that yes, I have authority. Show it that. People want to show it in, you want to show it in, in sickness first and in demons first. No, first, first, show it. Show it. If you really believe you have authority, show it first by loading over your body, making the right choices. Hallelujah. Are we still good? Tell your body today, we have sense. Now, and this feeling, we will not, will not practice it. This thought, no. We will not do it. I do it myself a lot. I cancel thoughts. The devil speaks many times through thoughts. I rebuke thoughts. When it starts, I will say, nope, not here. I will say that to my mouth. You stand at me a lot, you will hear me say, Satan, I rebuke it. Satan, I rebuke it. I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I say it out. You want to read closely? It's my thought and that I'm, it's me to me that we are talking to. Yes. But it works. I shut down, I shut down thoughts. I shut down thoughts. I shut down temptations. I shut it down. We all face the same temptations. We all do. 
What we should, what we should all learn to do is shut it down. With authority in Christ, I shut it down. These thoughts are, mm, I shut it down. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, 12 to 13. Philippians 2, 12 to 13. Philippians 2, 12 to 13. Want to go? Therefore, my friends, as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but now much in my absence, continue, yeah, salvation with fear. He says, continue to walk salvation. Walk it out. He didn't say walk for. Walk out. You can only walk out what you can only walk out what you have. You can only walk out what you have. What you don't have, you walk for. What you have, you walk out. It says now, walk it out with fear and trembling. As in, you take it seriously. Uh, living like you have been called to live, you should take it with fear and trembling. Not with casualness, not with fighting, sorry. No, with fear and trembling. Verse 13. For it is God, look at this, who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. He first said, work it out. Then he now says, there's grace for it. But you will do the yielding to the grace. You will say yes to the grace. Any faith that says God will do everything for you is a fake faith. Amen. God has his part. Man has his part. Hallelujah. So you will yield to the grace. Don't say the devil. No, no, no. If you have power over the devil, you have power over the devil. Why not say the devil? You did not catch you, say the devil. But you told us you are one in Christ, you have power over the devil. How come you not devil that is old? Glory to Jesus. Second Peter 1. Second Peter 1. Okay, one to go. Simon Peter, servant and apostle of Jesus Christ. We are wait, 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 wait. We are let's do properly. We are one to go. Verse one. I've received a faith as precious as hers. Yeah, continue. Look at that. He says that grace and peace is just in abundance. How? You read it now. How? Is it by just praying for grace? No, no. Is it by just praying for grace? Just did a pray, Lord, grace, 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 mortise us in there. Just, I grow in grace. I grow in grace. No. Hallelujah. Grace multiplies by knowledge. I get more results in the flow of grace through me by knowledge. That grace you are praying for will only multiply by knowledge, the knowledge of Jesus. The results you seek are in knowledge. The more of God you desire is in knowledge. Some people like praying and fasting. I pray. Very well. But I cannot act spiritual good by praying alone. Some people assume just lands on me, I went to the level of grace. Well, it only functions 
to the level of knowledge. I can't pray for what I should say in scripture. I can't pray for what I should study for. I can't pray for what I should study for. Grace multiplies by knowledge. What's happening? Is it power or the fun? Okay, let me leave there. All right, let's go on. That's three. One to go is divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through what? Our knowledge of him. Okay? Who has called us by his glory and goodness. Verse 4. Through this, through what? Through this knowledge. True knowledge. True knowledge. He has what? Given us these very great and precious promises so that through them participate in the divine nature I haven't escaped the question the word. He says you only live out this divine nature by the knowledge of God. That you can be saved and not look like it because you don't have the knowledge. You can be saved and still be there. Year in, year out, the same issues because why you lack the knowledge. You only live the divine life by the knowledge of God. So that you grow in this life by growing in the word. Why is one believer getting results? Don't just look like he's not saved. You're not telling God God is partial. People say, when he prays, God hears him. When she prays, God. Check their commitment life to God. Check their study life. Don't check their prayer life because who can pray nonsense. Check their study life. And she was always in church. I agree with you. Check our study life. Check. It only works by knowledge. Verse 3 again. 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 His divine power, look at this, has given us everything. Everything we need for a godly life. Through our knowledge of Him. Everything we need for life and godliness. Everything has been given through the knowledge of Him. So the things you are praying for, they are in the Word. Oh, your God, I beg, study. Study, 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 study. Everything is given in the world. Study. Let the word of God grow in you. No, I am going to talk. I'm telling God, I'm actually as good as God. I say this study thing almost every Sunday. I hope you are studying because it will pay me. Yeah. I said this morning, yesterday to God, that God, I said this study thing. But actually, hope, Sha, that you're actually doing it. Because that would be very bad. Because you can't tell God you're not here. God will say, your pastor told you every day. Unless you are praying for, and it's not working yet. God is like, guy, they've told you to go and study. Let's go on. Verse 4. That's 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. Self-control, perseverance. Perseverance, godliness. Yeah? 
So godliness full of affection, mental affection, love. Verse 8, look at this. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from what? From being ineffective and unproductive in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's saying this. If you want to produce fruit in your Christian work, these things should be yours and growing. Says no one, add to your faith, virtue, character, moral excellence. Don't merely talk man in Christ, baby in Christ, Imagodi. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. But now, act like it. If you don't, faith will not produce. You cannot act it by tongue alone. You cannot cover bad behavior. No, no, no. You cannot cover bad behavior. You have to work. It will not work. Moral excellence, character. Add to your faith, character. Otherwise, the faith will not produce. You see some people, you wonder why before they pray, God answers, eh, check now, check, check. You feel like they're, they're God's best friend, eh, go and check why. God is not partial, though. God is partial to none. People are getting what, what they put into it. People are getting what they put into it. So you are there in your Bible 10 minutes more a week. You are not, ah, you are all getting what we bring in. Forgive, don't forgive. We are all getting what we bring in. Okay? It says, add to your faith. Goodness. As in, be kind, be good. You are. Alright? NKJV. Okay, yes. It says, giving all diligence. Uh-uh. It is a casually. It didn't say when, when it's convenient. You know, when, when, when they act well, I will act well back. When they are loving, I'll be loving back. It says, giving all diligence. It means you must put your all into it to act well. It says, it is you that will diligently do it. Add to your faith, virtue, character. To your virtue, knowledge. Knowledge here is, is, is gnosis. This way it works. Where is the noise from? Eh? Am I safe? Hallelujah. Is my mic? I'm jumping too much. Sorry. All right. Just add to your virtue knowledge. The knowledge here is gnosis. Ephesians 3 says, sorry, verse 3 says, we have all things by epignosis. Okay? Knowledge also. Same knowledge. But here he says, add to your faith gnosis. He's saying that before I get epignosis, I must first have gnosis. Before I have deep insight, I must first have normal study insights. This one is, gnosis means doctrine, knowledge, wisdom. Epignosis means, you know, epignosis, you know, fitting on gnosis, intensified gnosis, precise, accurate recognition, deeper knowledge. So he's saying, if I will have revelation knowledge, I must first be a person of study, person of doctrine. It is from there that I then have revelation. So I'm praying God open my eyes. You have to study it. If you don't study, it is never going to happen. Oh, now pray. You speak of revelation, the knowledge of you, and my standing is open. And you don't study. You are just deceiving you and me together. 
we go from gnosis to epignosis. We go from first form gnosis to epignosis. So you must apply yourself to study, otherwise it will not work. Glory to Jesus. It says, add to your faith virtue. To virtue, knowledge. Go on again, verse 6. To knowledge, self-control. It didn't say God control. It says you will control yourself. Self, self-control. Self con- you will hold that mouth. You will hold it. That your hand, you will hold it. That your lips, too, you will hold it. Hallelujah. To self-control, perseverance. Things take time. You know, good things are built. Be patient. Good things are built. Good things are built. Good things are built. Be patient. God is not calling that silly that you ate. <laughs> Good things are built. Patience. We as young people need to learn this part. Perseverance, patience. Stay with the skill. This God has put in your hand. Stay with it. Some people are one skill in one skill in me, another skill in June, another one August. Now they know nothing. They can describe all, but they can do nothing. Stay with the work God has given you. Stay in your unit, serve. Father is praying, I want more of you. We give you work to so you not do the work. You are praying for more. More, more, more so that you can do what? <laughs> eh? You say you join us fire. You've not sang since, 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 since last year, June. But you are praying for more, more of what? Not when I simply let be grace. Where would the grace come from? Shalom, you are safe now. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Stay with the things that God has put in your hands. Okay? To perseverance, godliness. Let's go on. Verse 7. To godliness, mutual, af- mutual affection. Okay, brotherly love, yeah, brotherly kindness. Again, again, we should be kind people. We should be kind people. He's, see, he says, oh, in, when you go, says, if you don't do these things, your faith will not work. Oh. We, are, we, are, we are playing, we act like it's funny. We are acting like it is funny to just go and just bask. Like, your faith is under attack. It's not working because your mouth is too sharp. And we think, and we think it's cute. No, no, no. We think it is cute. You know why we think it's cute? Because when you pray, you feel goosebumps. So you think your faith is working. Goosebumps by praying doesn't mean your faith is producing. Yeah. 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 That you get drunk in church doesn't mean your faith is producing. It does not mean your faith is working. Be kind. For your own sake, be kind. So if I'm asked to this person, hey, I'm not doing him. I'm doing me. He might have acted stupid, but I'm still doing me by replying the way you replied. I'm still doing myself. 
end of the day. I'm doing me by, by retaliating. So we are both done. Me and the person that we are. It's mutual affection, not any kindness. Love. Love. Love sums it all up. Deliberately walking in love. Love will not do this. Love will not type this. Even when people act stupid, love will... Oh, bless his darling, that's a stupid head. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. Love forgives. Lord prays for stupid people too. Ah, Father, I just bless this person. Ah. <laughs> Jesus, you could not help yourself. But is how it works. If I'm praying for you, it will be hard to fight you. So for my own sake, I should pray for you. For people, people will step further by buying their enemies' gifts. Yes. So someone is annoying you at work. Very annoying, 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 annoyance in the person. You buy the person a gift. Don't do it to yourself. You are keeping yourself from, 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 from being bitter. You are, it's for you. If I'm giving you something, where, where my money is, my heart of affection is. If I buy you something, my, I can't, I, my money is. Ah. But in all things, add your heart. People are silly, don't join them. People are silly everywhere. So you want to react, react to them. React everywhere. And then they will matter. Verse 8. Verse 8. Look at this. For if these things are yours and abound or an increasing, you should be growing in these things. It is why our man in Christ mostly is not working optimally because we are not growing in these things. He says, if you do, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful. Knowledge of God, you know, knowledge of just Christ. That's if these things are growing in you, your faith will be getting results. When I saw men, no matter how much you have, they will not reply you. They will, they will never reply. They will never reply. They will never reply. <laughs> so, in the 70s, 80s, that's what they call the healing revival in America. Many healing evangelists. Many of, them, many of them died very young. Yeah. Yeah. But one, Ora Roberts, said about him, he just forgives. He never retaliates. You know, in ministry work, you'll be offended in the ministry. <laughs> Come on, give me feedback. You'll be offended. People will say shit about you. He said he never retaliated. Never replied. Never replied, never retaliated. In fact, these people send people, they send their enemies gifts. Can a couple send his eighters gifts? When they yab him, yab him, when they, when they hear about it, they'll tell, they'll tell their, their secretary. So, this guy, let me send him so and so and so and so and so car. Not, not, not cheap stuff. They bless their enemies. They are killing the seed of hatred. Is why, to you, you, s- you said they are, they are prospective, they are technical, God, keep ble- God, God keeps blessing them. They are healthy, they are alive, and blessed. They are bound. So you, repent. If you abound in these things, your faith will produce. I cannot abide in sin and think my faith will produce. It is up to us to act right. 
First Timothy 4 8. First Timothy 4 8. First Timothy 4 8. For physical training is of some value, but godliness higher has a value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. He says physical training, you know, our fit form, gymnasio, that's the word, gymnasio. He says, you know, um, it has some benefit, but godliness Godliness, training godliness, you know, um, making yourself study the Bible, study well, making yourself pray, doing it though, you doing the prayer, you doing the studying, you living right. Says this holds a promise, not only here, but here and the life to come. That if you live like this, your life will be good here and there. Glory to Jesus. First Timothy six twelve. First Timothy six twelve. We have to know the word, do the word, talk the word. Not only know it, know it, talk it, act it, know it, talk it, act it. If I only know and talk and not do, I'm an hypocrite. I'm a fraud. Fight the good fight. He says it's a fight that you do the fighting. Fight, especially here. Fight the good fight of faith. Look at this. Take hold. Who does who does who does, who does taking hold? You do the taking hold. You do the fighting of fight of faith. You do the taking hold. It is up to you. You fight the good fight of faith so that you can lay hold of eternal life. Meaning that this life you have in Christ will show in your body, will show in your life, show in your health. You, by taking hold, you will sh- to show. You, lay hold. You, lambano, the life of Christ in you. It is up to you. Ah, people wait till they are in need. By then, it is a hard fight. Ah, people wait till they are sick. Before they know my, my, my shots I'm healed. By then, it's difficult to enter is difficult. It takes a lot to enter then. So, you do the fight of faith. The fight of faith is not boxing. Our, our warfare is not canal. So, the fight of faith is not Gidigo. It's not Glasgow's. It's a fight of the word in your heart. It is first putting the word in your heart. The fight of faith is first the word in your heart. The word in your mouth, the word you leave out. The fight of faith is the word in your heart. The word in your mouth, the word in your actions. It says by this, you lay hold of eternal life. It's not a prayer point. Lord, I lay hold of, I lay hold of eternal life. You look stupid. When you say it, you look stupid. I lay hold of, I lay hold of. You, you, don't know, you don't lay it like that. Joshua 1 8. Joshua 1 8. What is happening? I lay hold, lay hold, lay hold, 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 eternal life, lay hold, eternal life, you will be there. What 
it here. Shall we read it? This book of the law cannot depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may be able to appear. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then. Now, do you see God in any place here? Is there God in this verse? It says, You, you will put the word in your mouth. You will feed on the word day and night. You will stay in it. All right? It says, Then you have to do it. That the word in your mouth and heart is what you can practice. Did you get that? The word in your heart and mouth is the word you can practice. It says, Then you, you will make your way prosperous. And then you, so God gives us, gives us parameters. We apply ourselves to it. He gives us all things we need for life and godliness. He gives us all things we need. We apply. Don't cry. Apply. Don't, don't be Apply. Apply. Forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled. It's not shaking. Fire. With him, there's no, there's no shadow of turning. There's no because God is not yes and no. He's yes. Ah, he's Yes. His word is said to you. Apply yourself to the word. Cry will not solve the problem. Apply yourself to the word. Come in our feet, brother. Come in our feet. So now, don't just merely pray for grace. Tell your body and your mind that you will do the word. Yeah. So don't just merely God give me grace. Grace is not the problem right now. It is you. I will yield to the grace. So use your mouth to tell your, your soul and body to ascend this week. Okay? That, yes, use your, your mouth to, to put your, your body in alignment, to put your mind in alignment. Okay? This week I study. I study. I, I, apply, myself to the word. I apply myself to the word. I feed on the word. I do the word. I act right. I live right. Pray it well. Pray it some more. This week I do the word. I study. I give myself to things that matter. My faith produces by me applying myself to the word. To study. You know, prayerful study. As I, I, you know, I'm praying, I'm studying. Like, you know, as, as I study and pray, God, my eyes understand. My, 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 I, I get it. As, I, as I'm studying and praying, the Lord, I get it. I, 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 got to, I, I have to get it. I study. I apply myself. I obey the word. This life of Christ bears fruit in me. This life of Christ bears fruit in me. I bear fruit of this life of Christ. Speak some more to yourself. Speak to yourself some more. This week I yield to the grace of God. I yield to his promptings. I flee sin. I don't stay on the border of sin and ask God how far is too far. No, I flee sin. I don't look for the border of sin. You ask me, okay, how far 
is too far. No, 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 no. I yield to God by fleeing sin. When you are serious about this, you find that the grace was never a problem. The grace was never a problem. The grace was never a problem. I apply myself. People will see me and they will see, the, they will see my, my, my progress in this life of Christ. They will see me and know something, is, something has changed with this guy. I won't just have to tell them. They will see the fruits of the life of Christ in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we give you all the praise. We are glad to have the word to commit ourselves to knowing, meditating, studying, speaking, and doing your word. And we bear fruits of your word in the name of Jesus. We bear fruits of character. Fruits of, 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 of our prayers. That this week, when we, you know, when we prayed, even we know that ah, it is working. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It will show in our jobs. And people will see us in our jobs and they know, ah, something has changed about this guy. It's, it's just, it looks more at peace. It just suddenly looks like more, more really good, anointed vibes. You will see his favor. You will know his grace this week. Men, you will see your good works and give him glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we are praying. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church and do join us every Sunday by 9am and Wednesday by 6pm to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world.